Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. We would all choose to fly first class, wouldn't we, if we're completely honest? The reason we don't? Really simple. It's fucking expensive. And whilst most of us definitely could afford a first class seat, you might have to go into debt, you might take out a loan, you might have to stack up your credit card, but you could travel first class if you really wanted to. The reason you don't is it's just not worth it to you based on the cost of that seat versus how much disposable income that you have. If you have unlimited amounts of money, it's a no-brainer, you'd fly first class, right? So this is not about you, this is about your customers. I've used this analogy before, I've shared it on this podcast before, and it's something I wanna share with you again because it's really important as business owners that we know where we're pitching our business, that we know who we're targeting, and we know what we're pricing and make sure that all of that fits together to give us a model that our business runs on that gives us the returns that we ultimately want. Welcome to the Level Up Podcast with me, George Swift. The Level Up Podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development, and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, as always, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. If you want to charge first class prices, you need to have a first class product, but you also need a first class client. And one of the reasons that so many business owners fail to charge what they're worth, fail to charge what they could charge, and quite often end up slumming it in the bottom of the barrel where they are delivering all day, every day, trying to make just enough money for a living. That is a prison. It's not freedom. And as entrepreneurs and business owners, there is an unprecedented freedom available to us. Now, I'm not saying, by the way, that you shouldn't be charging 50 quid for your product or 100 or 1,000 or 10,000 or giving it away for free. Of course, it's all absolutely your choice. However, a lot of business owners, they don't charge the higher ticket prices typically because they either fear they're not worth it themselves or they fear that people won't pay it or afford it or somehow they feel guilty or something else going on. So where do you sit on this? Do you want to charge top dollar or because we're in the UK, do you want to charge top sterling? for what you do, or do you want to come in middle of the pack, or do you want to be charging bottom prices, which are competitive, and et cetera, et cetera. The bottom line is you don't want to be winning business because you're cheap. That's a terrible strategy. It might be an okay way of getting started in business. However, you're never going to scale and grow your business while you're charging bottom prices. Most people tend to kind of level out and plateau when they start to charge kind of what the market demands, and maybe a little bit above market. So if the market is 50 quid an hour, you might find people that kind of max out doing 60 quid or so, something like that. The truth is, there is someone out there 
doing it for 100 and there's probably someone out there doing it for £250 an hour and there's probably someone out there doing it for £1,000 an hour. What's the difference? Well, they might be better at what they do. Yes. They may have a better product. Yes, possibly. They could be better at marketing and better at selling and yeah, yeah, all possible. The one thing they have that you don't have is they have a client or a prospect that is willing to pay that amount of money. See, everything else is sort of superfluous. You see, I could build a £1,000 an hour product and I could be great at it and deliver it and it could be worth every single penny of it. But if I'm not in front of a £1,000 an hour client, I'm never going to sell it. The truth matter is you are never going to sell a first class seat to an economy passenger. So you want to decide for yourself, do I want to charge economy prices and sell hundreds or do I want to sell first class tickets and sell a handful? For most small businesses, the boutique offering is the better one. At some point, you can step into mass market. At some point, you can go out there and really start to turn the handles and crank the handles and sell hundreds or thousands of products or you know, have hundreds or thousands of deliverable hours to clients and stuff. The chances are where you're at in your business right now, if you're listening to this podcast, you'd be better off going down the more expensive boutique offering. In other words, you don't want hundreds of clients, you want tens of clients. And maybe you don't want tens of clients, you want single digits of clients that pay you really good money. Is that what you fancy or not? There's no rules. However, of course, what I'm sharing today is how we can start to charge those top prices. Not overcharge. If I'm selling something that's worth a thousand pounds to someone that's willing to spend a thousand pounds, then I'm not overcharging. The fact that there could be a similar product for 500 or 250 is neither here nor there. If you want a Rolls Royce, you're going to spend 350 grand for a Phantom, for example. If you want a BMW of a, you know, the top level, seven series, you're going to spend about 100 grand. If you want a three series, you're going to spend about 30 grand. And if you want a one series, you can get away with spending, what, 15 to 20 grand. So they're all cars. They all kind of do the same job. But clearly, the person that's going to buy a 350 grand Rolls-Royce Phantom is not the same person that's going to buy a BMW 1 Series. They may have a 1 Series as well on the side, for example, but if they're choosing their main purchase and they're looking for a BMW 7 Series, they're not in the market for a Rolls-Royce, even though I'm willing to bet they quite fancy the Rolls-Royce if they had half a chance. Certainly if that Rolls-Royce was hundred grand, i am pretty sure they would choose the Rolls-Royce over the 7 Series. Likewise, if... The 7 Series was 50 grand, like a 5 Series. I'm pretty sure the 5 Series buyer would buy the top of the range 7 Series and all the way down. I'm pretty sure the 1 Series BMW driver on the whole would buy the Rolls Royce if it was 20 grand, for example. So, yeah, you know, there's always going to be people that would choose to go economy even if they could fly first class. Just because they're rich doesn't mean they're going to spend 5 grand on a ticket. I get it. Just because someone's rich and worth tens, even hundreds of millions, even a billionaire, doesn't mean they're automatically going to buy a Mercedes Maybach or a Rolls Royce for, you know, three, four hundred thousand pounds. Of course, that doesn't mean automatically they're going to put money into those things. However, someone that's in the market for a Rolls Royce is not going to buy the one series because they're in the market for the 
Rolls Royce. So your job, if you want to raise your prices, want to max out your prices, now you're not going to go from 50 quid an hour to £1,000 an hour overnight. You do it in stepping stones. I would say if you're doing £50 an hour, you definitely want to be thinking 50%, right? Thinking, right, how do I go from 50 to 75 quid? The challenge that I set all my members at success groups, and I set this challenge at least once a year, typically at least twice a year, we'll look at pricing. And the challenge that I set them more often than not is saying, right, what would you have to do to double the price of what you're currently offering? So you start with that. If you're charging £100 an hour, you say, right, to 200 quid now, what would you need to change in order to charge 200 quid? And yeah, you know what? There may be some changes to the products. There may be some changes to how you deliver those products. Of course there are. But fundamentally, the biggest change is, can you get your product, your service, your offering in front of people that want to spend 200 quid? If you can, then your product needs to be worth 200 pounds. It needs to have the quality of 200 pounds. It needs to meet the expectations of that customer. But that all comes afterwards, right? You've got to be able to get in front of them. Can you market your product at 200 pounds? Can you sell your product at 200 pounds? Because if you can't market it at 200 pounds, if you can't sell it at 200 pounds, it doesn't matter whether or not it's worth 200 pounds. If you want to appeal to that 200 pound client, you're going to have to interact with them. You're going to have to connect with them, engage with them as a £200 an hour product company. Now, if you've ever flown business class or first class, you'll know it's a very different experience. Fundamentally, all these seats get you to the end location just as safely as each other and in exactly the same time. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Fundamentally, if you are paying for the trip, for the journey, then you would be paying massively over the top for a first class seat because I can get a 350 quid ticket that will get me to New York just as quickly, just as safely as a five grand first class ticket. I'm paying for all the extras. I'm paying for how I get there. Not the fact that I get there safely, but how I get there, how comfortable I am, how rested I am. Instead of having a toilet and a bathroom that's covered in piss and I have to share with 70, 80, 100, maybe plus people, I get a bathroom that I have to share with a few people. Instead of having just some food that's just defrosted and thrown in front of me, I've got a chef that cooks my meal for me. Now, that may or may not be remotely important to you. If all you want to do is get from London to New York, then it doesn't matter that it comes with, you know, unlimited champagne. It doesn't matter that you can get a brandy that's worth £50 a shot. None of that matters to you because you're fundamentally just wanting to go from London to New York. This is the same as if someone fundamentally just wants to get from A to B, you're not necessarily going to sell them a Rolls Royce if all they're buying is A to B. There has to be something else in there. Both the Rolls-Royce and the BMW 1 Series will get you there pretty much the same time, right? They're both going to be able to do 70 on the motorway. They're both going to be able to do the speed limit. So fundamentally, they're both going to get you to the destination in the same time. Fundamentally, they're not much between them in terms of safety. I'm pretty sure the Rolls-Royce is safer than the 1 Series, but the 1 Series, I believe, is pretty much one of the top in its class. And therefore, the chances are both cars are going to get you there safely. So it's not about the journey 
from A to B. It can't be about the time, A to B. It has to be something else. It's the status, it's the symbol, it's the luxury, it's how you feel when you're in it, how you feel when you engage with that product. And fundamentally, if you are a Rolls-Royce customer, you simply want a Rolls-Royce and that's that. Even if you don't drive it yourself, you've got a chauffeur that does it for you. So when you're marketing your products, when you're selling your products, when you're having your sales conversations, who's in front of you? Is this someone that just wants to get from A to B? If you're a recruiter and they're saying, right, you know what, I just want to get someone's ass in that seat. That's the equivalent of saying, well, I just want to go from A to B. I just want to go from London to New York. You're unlikely to be able to charge top prices if all you're doing is putting someone's ass in a seat pretty much the same as everyone else can. You're automatically right now dealing with an economy client. They're never going to pay first-class prices. Or you sitting in front of a potential prospect where, yes, they want that seat field, but they also want to know that they have absolutely got the best possible person they can. They also maybe need some help in how to shape that job description. Maybe they need some real consultative work on you know, what's available in the market and how they can fill that place and how they can fully achieve the best out of their recruitment. Well, if that's your discerning customer you're in front of, guess what? They're going to pay more money. You've just gone from someone that wants to go from A to B. Now they want to go from A to B, but they want to make sure that they're having the best possible experience whilst they're going from A to B. And they want to make sure that they've just got the best possible outcome they can. That person knows already they have to pay for it. The same as if you're going car shopping. If you just want to go from A to B, you know you can do that for a car for what? 14 grand, 15 grand. You could probably do it for, you know, 12 grand. You go second hand and do it for a few hundred quid. But if you want to go from A to B and you want to have a really nice experience, you know you're going to have to pay for that. You know you don't get that for a few hundred quid. And if you want something that's a status symbol, if you want something that makes you feel good, if you want something that's fast, powerful, luxurious, big, whatever the category is, right, that you want something a bit more, you know you're going to have to pay more for it. So does the first class passenger and so does the Rolls Royce purchaser. They know they're going to have to pay for it. So do your clients who you meet day in, day out, where you go networking, maybe who's following you on social media, maybe who you've got on your list. Are these people who are discerning customers that want the best or are these customers that just want a job done? They just want a bum in a seat. They just want something taken care of. If that's who they are, they're never going to pay top dollar. So what you need to do is you need to go out and you need to find somewhere to fish for those bigger fish. You need to go and find somewhere where this discerning customer is. You need to go and ask yourself, who would pay top money? It's not just about being rich. It's not just about the person having deep pockets. Of course, they need to have money because even if they've got expensive tastes, if they can't afford the first class ticket, they can't go. And if they can't afford the Rolls Royce, they can never buy it. And if they can't afford your top price, they can never afford you just because they want it and they value it and they have an expensive taste doesn't mean they're going to be a good prospect for you. So, of course, you need people who can afford the new pricing, but you also need people who are willing to spend that amount of money on what you do. I've shared it before. I'm going to share it again. The simple question to ask yourself is, who are you mission critical for? And what is it that's mission critical to them? You see, if you can become mission critical to their mission critical, People will spend money. 
Then mission critical, by the way, in a Rolls Royce, could be that I want to have the grandest car, and it's just the most important thing for me, that I own the best that's out there. And I'm sure a lot of Rolls Royces are sold to people that just want the Rolls Royce because they want the best. Maybe it's someone that wants to be seen to have the best. I'm not saying that I necessarily agree with these values. I'm just saying why people might buy a Rolls Royce. They want the luxury. They want the absolute best in everything that's available in a car. And they know before they even look at a Rolls Royce, they know it's going to be expensive. If you're going to go and buy an engagement ring, And if you make the decision that you want to really overwhelm your fiance, that you want to get something that really says and shares how much you feel about her, and you know that you want to give her the best ring you possibly can, and you know that you want to give her the biggest diamond that you can afford, you already know before you go shopping, it's going to be expensive. You're already in the market for an expensive ring. Rather than someone that says, you know what, I just need a ring to stick on her finger as a placeholder until I can get the gold band on. That person is never going to spend five grand, 10 grand, 20 grand on an engagement ring. The person that says, I want the best for my fiance. I want her to know how much I love her. I want her to be so proud when she shows that ring off. I want all of her friends to go giddy when they see that ring. Again, I don't necessarily share these values. I'm sharing a mindset That person knows they're going to spend a bloody fortune on a ring. They might not be able to buy a 100 grand ring, maybe not even the 20 grand or 10 grand ring, but trust me, they know they're going to have to spend some serious money on it. That's who you want in front of you. That's who you want to be targeting and marketing if you want to raise your prices, especially if you want to raise your prices dramatically. You want someone that's a discerning customer, someone that wants the best, someone that really appreciates all the extra touches, all the lengths that you'll go to in order to make sure that they get the best quality service or the best possible end product or the best outcome for them. You want the person that truly values what you do, that truly values how important what you do is to them. That's why I keep saying you're mission critical to their mission critical. If you sell something, if you serve in some way that is mission critical to an audience, and it's mission critical to their mission critical, they will find the money for it and they will spend good money on it. But if you're selling your product, which could be mission critical for one client, but you're selling it to a target audience where it's not mission critical or where it's not deemed to be mission critical, they're not going to see the value of it, even though it could be worth so much more. So I'm going to finish off this episode by saying I actually believe your product is probably worth a lot more than what you're currently charging. It's just not necessarily worth a lot more to who you are currently selling it. So if you want to raise your prices dramatically, and I do challenge people all the time to double their prices. I've done it myself and I encourage my clients to do it. In fact, many of my clients have done it multiple times. I myself have done it multiple times. It's scary. It's challenging. But even if you don't end up charging twice as much, it doesn't hurt to ask the question, which is, how could I charge twice as much? What would I need to change in order to be worth twice as much? Then you'll go to your product and you might have to upgrade it a little bit. You'll go to your service and you might have to upgrade it a little bit. You'll go to the experience that you offer your clients, maybe you have to upgrade it a little bit. And then you come to the obvious conclusion, which is none of that matters if I can't get 
this product, this service in front of the person that's willing to spend twice as much for it. Nice one. Thank you for listening. As always, I do not take it lightly that you've chosen to spend these 20 minutes with me. As such, I really am committed to trying to give you the best possible information I can on this podcast. If you are a small, ambitious business owner and you want to take your business to the next level, then please do go and check us out at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk and look at what we're doing at our success groups. Whether you're just launching your business, whether you're doing 20, 30, 40, maybe 50, 60K in turnover, and you want to build that business to 100k plus or if you're already doing 100k towards half a million and you want to scale that business we have groups of ambitious business owners just like you if you want to go and check us out check us out at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk if you want to have a conversation with us and talk about your specific needs where you're at where you want to take your business then my partner in life and in business Tracy Miller would love to hear from you you can email her at Tracy with an E dot Miller at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. I'll drop both those links in the descriptions of this episode. I will see you next time. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up.